Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. We're live. All right. What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Poke Tower Podcast. It's episode 90. 90. Nothing new here. Nothing new here. Just a collectible podcast talking about all your favorite stuff, uh, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Digimon, Dragon Ball. Anything collectible-wise that interests us, we're going to talk about it. Um, that's what we do for 90 episodes straight. So thank you for supporting us and listening to this podcast through and through. Thank you so much, guys. We appreciate you every single bit. Um, anyone that's here in the live chat on YouTube or that is tuned in or watching us now, hey, guys, what is up? Big shout-outs to you guys for uh, coming in and chatting it up, showing some support. Anyways, guys, uh, this is episode 90. Not very much... Uh, not very much has changed, other than if you were watching the live format, you're seeing a new format, uh, a new color coding, new look whatever here. you want to say here. Uh, but it pops. It looks nice. It's clean. Uh, all all thanks to Greasy. He took the uh, initiative to do that. It looks good. I think it looks crisp. What do you guys think? If you guys like it, let us know in the Discord. Yes, we have a Discord. Please join. It's in the description down below. If you can't find it there, you can't join through that way. Please follow us on any of our social medias where we can get a hold of you. You can send us a DM, a message, whatever it is, uh, email at thepoketirepodcast at gmail.com and let us know that, hey, we want to get in that Discord. We want to be on the podcast and send in a message, send it over Anchor, whatever it is. I think I covered it all, right? <laughs> so, yep. What's up, guys? Welcome what to episode, uh, episode 90 of the Poke Tower podcast. 90 episodes deep. We're 10 away from 100. I can't believe it. Uh, we got a nice new look to the podcast today. We also have some new segments. Oh, yeah. So be ready for that. You guys give us back the feedback on what you like, what you don't like. Um, there is, you know, there's been a, we will say goodbye to some segments, but, uh, you know, they, maybe they'll be back one day. Maybe they won't. We don't know. It's part of growing. It's part of trying new things. Um, but here it is, episode 90. Uh, like Devin said, if you're new here, we're a Collectibles Cop podcast. You got uh, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Digimon, Dragon Ball, and many more. And we just talk about the stuff we love, uh, collecting and uh, doing it at a very high level. All right. Thank you, guys. We do. I was trying to stall. I'm trying to stall, get a couple more viewers here in the live show. Looks like we're getting a little bit more now. Okay, there we go. Sam, Chase, CT, Table of Madness, Chris. What's up, guys? Thank you guys for showing up on time. You know, our, our crew's always a little late. Our crew's yeah. always a little MLC hot seat. <laughs> yeah, right. There you guys go. All right. There we go. We got some people in the house now. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. What's up, man? Episode 90. Lots of new stuff on the way. Um. Real quick, uh, before we start, um, it, I wanted to give you guys a heads up on the, the Cool Trainer Ryan thing. That is still developing. That's, that's a real thing. Um, and you, you can expect to see that in the future. We're in the, we're in the beginning steps of, uh, of getting that ball rolling. So um, if you guys are looking forward to that, be ready because I think it's going to be great. All right. That's it for... Um, the first bit of the intro. You guys got you got anything else? That's it? Nope. That's All right. It. Let's start the show. We're going to be starting the show off with a brand new segment. Here we go. The Pokey Tower Scout Report. What's up, Eddie? How's it going? All right. The Pokey Yo, Tower Scout Report ready. is the newest uh, segment to... The Poke Tower podcast. And what this is, is basically going to be an in-depth report of our findings on the cards you guys send to us. 
So what this means is if you're looking at a card that you're on the fence about, I'm not sure if I want to buy this thing. I'm not sure if I want to buy this grade. Is it quote unquote worth it, right? Anything you love is, is worth it, but maybe you're having a hard time distinguishing what takes priority over other things. So you're going to send your questions here. You're going to send your cards here. If you want to know how to do that, you just don't join our Discord. We have a special tab now called Tower Scout Report. When you join this Discord, you can send your card and say, hey, I'm, I'm on the fence with this one. What do you guys think? Give us some details. Give us a little story, a little background, and I will check it out. Today, we have a pretty sick card that I'm glad I got to research. Um, so that's the, the cool thing about this is that as collectors, we all have different tastes. You know, like you guys don't like all the cards that I like. I don't like all the cards that Devin likes. You know, we do have similarities, but some people don't like specific cards, you know? And so you're, what, it, what it means is I'm not going to be looking at what you're looking at all the time. So when you share this, this is my chance to kind of reach out of my comfort zone and look at things that I normally wouldn't look at and so on. Um, so I'm really excited to do this. And it also, you know, it's going to grow our knowledge as collectors. And, uh, yeah, pretty much this is what my Instagram DMs is all about. I mean, people ask me all the time, what is this? What is this? What do you think about this? And I'm like, I can't get to them all. So this is going to be a great way for me to give back to everyone else and answer everyone's questions. It's going to be great. Card Habit, what's up? Eddie says you got a package, Devin. He sent you a package. All right. Here we go. Pokey Tower Scout Report, the first episode. Let's check it out. What do we got today? All right, we got a 2003 Aerodactyl EX Hollow from EX Sandstorm, and it's a PSA 8. Let's check it out. What's, what's the question? What are we looking at? I've been going back and forth for about a month on buying this guy. He's asking $88. This is from our Discord member, Shiny Pominville. All right. Well, I went ahead and looked at the stats. First of all, this is a sick card. Uh... I like it. I think it looks cool. It's actually a really cool card for Aerodactyl. And for something about the silver and the red, super clean. It matches the PSA slab as well. So it's got a nice clean look to it. Um, it also has like a darker look to it, which I kind of like. So here's the stats. This is what I found. The average selling price for this card raw on TCG Player is $46.30. That's the TCG Player market. It's $31.99 on the average last three sales on eBay. We're talking about raw. Now, we've talked about this before with EX cards. They're beat, uh, very much like reverse hollows. You're going to see every scratch on these things because of those foil edges, right? The one part of the card that always gets messed up. So that's something to consider. Now, I went ahead and looked at the PSA 8 prices for this card, and the average price for that was $99.25. So at 88 bucks, you're already under that average. So that's something to, to keep in mind. Um, I was curious to say, well, you know what? If you're going to buy an eight, what kind of extra money could you spend to get the nine? That's all, you know, you always want to get the better grade. Um, so I went ahead and looked at the nines and the, the PSA nines sell for $160.45. That's the average price for the nines. And I was like, okay, that's about a $70 difference. So no, it's $60, my bad. It's about $60 difference, you know, and, and to some people, that's a significant amount. So I wouldn't, you know, I thought it may have been, what if it was like 140? I'd be like, dude, you might want to stretch out and get that one, you know, but 160 is a 
that's significant. So maybe you don't want to get the nine. Um, then I looked at the pops. You got 70 PSA eights. You have 164 nines. And I was like, holy crap. Um, that's crazy. Uh, and then you have 71 PSA 10. So you have about the same amount of PSA eights as you do PSA nines. And uh, it seems like a lot of people are trying to get this guy in a 10. You know what I mean? That's what it looks like. When you have that many nines, that means a lot of people want this guy in a 10. Um, last little bit here, we can apply our Poke Tower commandments. So those are the things that we'll start to consider with this specific card. We're going to look at the character. That's the first thing. We got Aerodactyl. I'm going to give him three stars. Uh, the reason being is because in this set, he gets wrecked by other Pokemon. There's a Gardevoir EX in this set. There's a Typhlosion EX. There's Agron, right? So these are, these are characters that are actually superior in price and in popularity compared to Aerodactyl in this set. So I'll give him three stars there. Uh, the artwork, I actually like. I'm going to give it four stars because I think it looks clean. That silver borders uh, with the red and then Aerodactyl, I think this is one of the better arts. It may not be the best art for Aerodactyl, but it's you know, four stars. I'll give him that. Uh, rarity, I'm going to give it five stars because EX is the highest rarity that you can pull in this set. Uh, and that goes for the Typhlosion, the Gardevoir, uh, Raichu, Waylord, uh, Agron. I can't remember them all. I think that's it. Um, and then the set, I'm giving it five stars as two. It's EX Sandstorm. So that's you don't see that set being opened a lot. You don't see people flexing that set a lot. It's one of the harder sets to get. This was uh, actually one of the... What's up? This is Ruby Sapphire era. Yeah. This was one of the set. This is one of the first sets after Watsy cut ties with, with Pokemon. So this is all Pokemon right here. Um, and then the last thing, no story, no glory. There's really not a lot of depth to Aerodactyl. I mean, he's a, he's the ancient fossil Pokemon. Um, some people ran him on their teams back in the day. He did play a part, you know, in, in Charmeleon becoming Charizard in the anime. But other than that, you know, he, he just doesn't get a lot of praise, right? He's just kind of, he's a fossil. So if you're into that, you're into it. But if you're not, it's a kind of a small world. Um, but after looking at all this stuff, I was like, you know, 88 bucks, you're already paying under the average price right there. You know what I mean? And then Bad. look at this. It, let's say you buy it raw and it's PSA 8 quality, you know, and you send it in for $30 on value. Okay, so $30 value plus the $46 raw, you're already at $76. So you're at $76, you could save yourself maybe $10, but you're also going to be waiting three to four months. So that money makes up for itself in time. I think $88 is a great price for this card. 100%. Yeah, the, I've always had like this weird basis that I go off of. Like anything that's a PSA 8, anything that's a PSA 8, it's got to be, it's got to be under a hundred bucks. Like for me, PSA eight, it's gotta be under a hundred bucks. Especially like just because I know what I want in a in a card and I want a ten and I'm very, very like specific about like getting an eight on certain things. So it's like think about like back when I was looking for Neo Genesis Lugias, you know what I mean? A PSA eight was like mm, I don't wanna be wrong about this, but I said like a PSA eight I think was like seven hundred dollars maybe or something like that like i don't know it was like it was cheap it was super cheap for a psa 8 and i bought and i bought a raw but off that went off that price i was like you know what i would be willing to for like my top pokemon card my favorite card i'd be willing to pay this much in an eight you know what i mean mm -hmm. so for any other card after that i basically just kind of cut it in half and was like i'm only willing to pay half 
of my favorite cards priced in an eight. You know what I mean? That's kind of like what I based all my criteria off of. So when I saw this card, I was like, an EX from one of my favorite like eras that's like not talked about, Ruby and Sapphire. We've we've covered it so much on on, on the podcast that like I was like, yeah, that's kind of a no brainer. Under hundred bucks, eighty eight for me. For me, I'd be like, hey, that's a no brainer. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, you know, he's been on the fence for the borders are just so like the borders are so hard to grade and an eight's a, a really good grade because you could get that straight out of pack. Even if you bought a brand new heavy pack or whatever, yeah, you can get an eight. Sapphire, yeah. you may get an eight. And like Danny said, all the grading and everything is done. So I think, yeah, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Sure. You're getting that money back just in time alone. Um, I mean, four months, what is that? 120 days. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's just count a dollar a day. You're you know, like, that's significant. Um, and you're not also you're not going to see this stuff getting opened up that much more. So, I think it's a great price. I think this is one of those cards you could get for eighty eight bucks right now, and next year it'll be one hundred and twenty. You know what I mean? It, I agree. It's, I think so. I was, was going to say the same thing. Um, so I think it's a great card. Uh, and th- these are just all the things I wanted you to kind of consider because, like, if you're on the fence, you know, for a month, I hope you considered all these things because now it's a no brainer. You know, so that's that is the epitome of the Poke Tower Scout Report. Um, that's something that I'm going to try and do every week. You guys sent a crap ton of cards. So mm. that this is going to be a very full segment. Um, I'm not sure how I'm going to run it. If I'm going to do multiple cards a week, cause that can get exhausting. Um, but we can definitely make this a, a staple of the podcast. All right. That's it. You got anything else? Nope. There you guys go. That's a brand new segment. Let us know how you guys like it. Moving on to TCG battle Royale. Here we go. We got some more uh, listeners here. We got uh, Tony, Alpha, ATM, Alexio. What's up? Thank you guys for stopping by. All right. What up, guys? So, you guys know this. We usually do TCG Battle Royale at the end of the podcast. Um, We're going to do TCG Battle Royale at the beginning now because I usually have more energy for it, right? Like, when you're talking about statistics and analytics, all freaking like podcasts. When I get to this at the end of the show, I'm absolutely done. I'm like, what? Yeah. So, so we're gonna go while we're fresh. We're gonna talk about the TCG Battle Royale. Get it, get it through. Get it through. Yeah. This seg <laughs> this segment is about the four set the four TCGs we talk about: Dragon Ball, Yu Gi Oh, Digimon, Pokemon, and their most recent release regarding booster sets or booster expansions. Doesn't matter. And we compare them, right? Number one and number four. Um. And again, this is this is from a collecting standpoint. Some meta is taken into account. However, it's not everything because if you don't have like a bro- like we've talked about this before, if you don't have a broken card like Cyberstein, like Cyberstein, which becomes the next, you know, five figure card because of how legendary it was, something that's meta today doesn't is not mean it's going to be meta next quarter or meta even 6 months, you know, like I think that's yeah, what Cyberstein was like meta forever. Like, right. That's, <laughs> that's exactly. Or like, that's, what was the other card we covered? The Dark Caliber Knight or whatever it was. Another card that was exactly. Meta so, ever. Uh, you know, I might I might get flack from people who play competitively, and they're like, "Oh, you know, the, the prices are like that because of the meta." And it's like I understand that, but we are only using. You're not looking at the whole picture. Remember, the Poke Tower Commandments has no story, no glory at the end, which which considers the meta. That's part of a card's story, a part of a card's lore. Uh, which can affect the value, but it's not the only thing. You got to look at it all. It's never just one thing. And for 
for those of you that think that way, you're going to get got every time. Um, that's why we developed this system. All right, moving on. We're going to start with number one this week, and I'm I'm going I'm taking a wild card pick here, just purely off of hype. Pokemon Go what set. Pokemon Go. Oh, dude, the ETB is dope, though. Come on. It is. Now, check this oh. out. So the po- Pokemon just released, or is going to re- release Pokemon Go on July 1st. That's this Friday. I know it's early. We usually don't do the early sets, but I was like, this is too cool not to talk about. And for once, I'm interested in Pokemon, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like the Blastoise. It's dope. So you got the Mewtwo ETBs. You can get a case of those for $541. You can buy an individual box for fifty. Um, uh, yeah, that's good then. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, and then you got the top three cards here. You got Radiant Zard, you got Radiant Blastoise, and you have, in my opinion, probably the best card. It's going to be a Gold uh, Mewtwo, but it's not shiny, right? Um, Weird. Now there are other secret rares. There's a there's a secret rare uh, Dragonite. A V V, what's it called? V Star. And then they have the regular ultra rare V Star Dragonite. Um, those are also significantly pricey right now, but it's it's pre-release. We'll see where that happens. They also have a V Star Mewtwo that's rainbow. However, I think this is one of the sickest cards, that gold one. Um it's also one of the higher price cards. But I wanted to put this last little bit in there where it says the three top cards for $309. So for those of you thinking you're going to buy a case of Pokemon Go, you could literally just get the job done with 300 bucks right now. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. Now, 300 bucks? Well, hold on. It's pre-release week. Remember, it doesn't even drop till Friday. So these could these could tank. And that's why Pokemon Go is number 1 today. It may not be that way this next week because this I'm getting some serious Pokemon 25th anniversary vibes. Everyone's talking yeah, about it. Pokemon hasn't dropped anything hot in a while, and this is like hot. Yeah, exactly. We haven't had anything to look forward to. We had Astral Radiance, you had Brilliant Stars, uh, <laughs> Evolving Skies. <laughs> Pretty much everyone's been hanging on to Evolving Skies. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that was the best set that we had. So we've been we've been dry. You know, the, the Pokemon well has been dry. We finally got something fresh and exciting, which is what we've been waiting for. Uh, this thing could be hot really fast. I think it will be, especially because it's Pokemon. So you have the number one franchise with a highly anticipated set. You actually have decent cards. I don't know how rare, how hard these Radiant cards are going to be. They, they could be amazing rares for all we know and just tank. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say, it's like they're giving amazing rare vibes. They're just like, they do. Not good. Which but is hey, dope because it means I'll have a bunch of them. I'll have 10 of them. So this could change next week. This thing could drop down to number four next week. But. But based on the information we have, that's funny. This is pretty sweet, and I really like that Mewtwo. This is finally a card. I'm like, hey, I might go get this. All right, number two. Number, and we're going, we're going from number one down to number four. So that was number one this week. Number two, Digimon hey. Digital Hazard. What's up? Hold on, let me mute myself. Oh, Digimon Digital Hazard. You can get a case of 12 boxes for $749.93. You can buy a booster box for $73.48. And you can get the four secret rares in this set for $191. Keep in mind, this set just dropped on June 24th. 
you can get when all black, four. My black god, come on. Well, you can get you can get all four. <laughs> you can get all four secret rares for a hundred and ninety dollars right now. Okay, not bad. That's not bad. When you look at, I mean, a case is seven fifty, a box is seventy three. I don't so, think there's anyone I know though. What's up? I don't think there's anyone I know. It's Bielzamon and uh and uh um Gallimon Crimson Mode. There's more. There's there's a lot of good stuff in the set. Um but these were the ones that I picked. These are the these these are the secret rares. Um from a collecting standpoint, you want to stick with the official rarity. And then the alt arts are gonna be obviously the best ones you want. Um but uh there you go. That's number two. Um, the reason I like this is because you can pull the, uh, Bielzaman, um, Altart, and you can get about, you know, 50 to $60 value if you just pull that guy. That's, that's one pull in your box. You can pull another box. I think there's, there's like 10 cards in this set that break the $20 price point. So if you pull that alt and then you pull another card in that $20 range, you are basically at or slightly above the box value. And that will be an outcome that will happen for a lot of people because we know the, Digi, the Digimon pool rates. We know, we know, you know, uh-oh, I closed something. Um, based on the past. I like these. There we go. My bad. The alternate art with the character and then the, uh, they have like the Crimson Gallantmon and they have, uh, um, who is that in the back? Sequimon well, and stuff in the back. We'll, we'll take a look at it here later on. Um, oh, sorry. But I just, I like it. You know what I mean? Like, Digimon's, Digimon's been very stable. That's the word. It's not flashy. It's not, it doesn't have these peaks and, you know, peaks and lulls. It's just kind of, it's just, hey, our boxes are going to be 60 to 70 bucks and you're going to pull 60 to 70 bucks. That's just, and it's very fair and people just seem satisfied with every box. No one really says they got robbed, you know? So I like it there. Number two. Number three, yep, it oh, fell down. Man. It fell down from number one. This is a Dragon Ball Super Ultimate Squad. Um, you can get a case for $686. You can buy a box for $54. And you can get all three secret rares in this set for $392. Now, here's the thing. The only secret that it's that's held onto its value so far is the Gohan and Piccolo. It's sitting at about two twelve to two twenty right now. The Oath of Z and then the Villains card has dropped significantly since release. Um, so that the price of those three secret rares is going to continue to drop, um, and uh, it just doesn't look good. And and this is something that we called, you know, in previous episodes that I don't think, you know. Gohan and Piccolo got lucky with the movie release. And again, in, in August, we're going to get the English release. So this card's going to linger around for a little bit. I don't know how much longer after that it's going to be. Um, but that's all this set has really going for it. All right. Number four, you have Yu-Gi-Oh! Dimension Force. Dimension Force, you can buy a case for 644 bucks. You can get a box for 60 And you can get all five Starlight Rares for 869 this is the first set <laughs> out of all these sets where you cannot buy all the chases for the price of a case or less. Um, and the, uh, the only one that's really kind of standing the test here is that Ghost Bell Haunted Mansion. Um, that one's floating around that $300 price point. 
But again, we've talked about this. You run through the commandments, character, artwork, you know, uh, rarity, the set that it's in, no story, no glory. Anything beyond meta and rarity, it's just not there for this card. Um, so there's just not not much to write home about, and that's why it stays at number four. And uh, Yu-Gi-Oh is going to need a, another set soon. Um, and there you guys go. That's our top four right there. Pokemon Go will be dropping on Friday, July 1st. We're going to give it the number one spot until otherwise, you know, until we can get some information on this set. But pre-release stuff is seeming, it's pretty expensive. We'll see how it goes a week from now, two weeks from now. You guys have seen it. Look at look at Ultimate Squad. Ultimate Squad just right down the middle. Um, you got Digimon Digital Hazard, which dropped on the 24th. So it's a couple days old. Uh, still living off that new high of new set. But it's Digimon's been number two for, you know, I don't know how many weeks now. With No matter what set it is, it's very stable, very good. The competitive people are carrying this game. So, um, And then you got uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Dimension Force number four. Nothing new there. Pedro, what's up? John, what's up? Sam says he'll wait till the big three go down to 200 bucks. Yeah, and that's very much a possibility. As much as this set, Pokemon Go, is going to be opened... You can bet uh, that's going to happen. Ivan, what's up? All right. There you go. You got anything? No, no, no. All yeah. right. That's it for TCG Battle Royale. All the numbers, all the stats, all in one shot. Let's move on to Pokemon this week. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon this week. Uh, in the previous weeks, we've been covering every Pokemon expansion since the beginning. We are now getting into some uncharted territory for me as a collector these are the cards that i don't really have a lot of um and we're going to be talking about neo genesis today we start the neo era um we'll run through the same stuff prices populations what's up oh he's got to go all right so neo genesis um we got the top cards here these are first edition prices i'll read them to you guys since you probably can't read them on screen lugia you got 749 dollars Typhlosion number 17 is 478. Typhlosion number 18 is 150. Feraligator number 4 is 146. Meganium number 11 is 138. Pichu at 133, so not much of a difference there. Meganium uh, 10 at $93. Slowking at 92. Steelix at 71. Heracross at 68. Feraligator at 59. Then you got Azumarill, Togetic, Ampharos, Kingdra, Skarmory, Jumpluff, Bellossom, and Metal Energy. That all about 50 bucks and below. Um, there you go. That's a quick price price uh, list the of these cards. What's up? How much is the Heracross? The Heracross is uh, 68 bucks, which I think is one of the coolest cards. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's not bad. I love... This artwork, it's weird. Neo artwork is, I'm talking about the characters, not like the backgrounds of the cards, but the actual characters. Like I like that watercolor style, Japanese style. I know you're talking about. It's like someone drew it with like a pencil or something. Yeah, it's like someone drew with a pencil instead of like. And then water painted it. You know, Uh, Heracross just he is a perfect example of that. Um, You see that a lot in the original Pokemon games. Um, There you guys go. That's the price list there. Now we're going to talk about the cards and the populations. I love Here we go. Man, man. Yep. So you got Lugia at number one with uh, 15 PSA 10s. I'm not going to bore you guys with every number, but you got 15 10s there. 
about 309s and 608s. Uh, Typhlosion, four PSA 10s. That's they call him T17. That's that's his nickname, T17. What? These these are unlimited, by the way, unlimited. Not first to dish. You got a hundred nines. Four. Yeah. So. T17 population is about three times less than Lugia. Oh, we just disconnected. Hold on. Let's see if we can connect here in a second before our live audience loses us. There we go. We're back on. Okay. So looking at uh, the next one, we got Typhlosion. Uh, This is the other one, not T17. It's number 18, I believe. You got 3910s. You got 22 tens of the Feraligator, 18 tens of Meganium, and 7 tens of the Pichu. So Pichu's pretty low. Pichu and, and Typhlosion are the lowest ones. We are disconnected once again. We'll take a small break here. There we go. You got me? Yeah, I got you. All right. So let's go on YouTube. I was like, what the heck is going on here? That's weird. Okay. All right. We should be back. Um, we're taking, we're taking, sorry for, for people listening on Wednesday morning. We're taking small breaks every time we have a little small disconnection, uh, but we should be good to go now. T17. T17. Yep. T17. Wild. Wild. Yeah. Four tens. That's nuts. And if you look at it, you know, all their PSA pops are down below 200. Uh except for Tyranitar or Typhlosion 18. And let's see. That's it. I mean, they're all around 200. And Lugia is the only one who's really paving away. But even then, the PSA 10s are really low. I like that we we now have the two Typhlosions like, on screen for people to see. Because remember yeah. we used to talk like, this is the Typhlosion from this one. Not the Typhlosion from this one, but they look the same. Yeah, but it definitely helps. Set. Yeah. It definitely helps. I've always been a fan of, T- of the T-17. Sure. All right. Moving on to the next one here. You got Meganium with seven tens. Look at how low these tens are on every single one. That's just something to note. Uh, Meganium, seven tens. Slowking, seven tens. Steelix with 56 tens. Heracross with three tens. That's nuts. For He's alligator. fighting a pincer. What's up? He's fighting a pincer. Yeah, he is. He is. Dope. Yep. Uh, for alligator, seven tens, and then uh, Azumarill, thirteen tens, and these are. I mean, look at the PSA nines. This is where you could, you could be a PSA nine collector here because it's just. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, there are more two. There are more than two hundred people out there that want that meganium in a PSA nine. I guarantee you, the supply is not high enough for the demand. Yeah, the, there's Guaranteed. five out of six. I've had a six hollows here that have nines that are 200 and under. Really? No, oh, the pops. Like, no, you see, the, the pops. pops. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the price. I was like, really? Like, that's, that's a good spread. Like, yeah. that's a really good spread. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Neo is awesome. And I think it goes slept on because a lot of people think that, like, it's so unobtainable. Well, you know, for me as a kid. It's expensive. It's expensive, though. Well, when Neo dropped, too, I just remember I never really adopted the new Pokemon. Like I did the original. Yeah. Yeah. Even the same thing. Like when you're playing like silver and gold, I felt the same type of like thing that's like when I'm playing the game, 
Like I needed Charmander. Like all there was. Yeah, I needed some type of older Pokemon. I need. And I think that's why people always yeah. gravitated towards Red Gyarados. Yeah, I think Pe- you're right. I think you're right. That makes Pe- sense. They gravitated. They gravitated towards Red Gyarados. Uh, you would still people. You would see people still running Gengars. Um, you would see people running Evolutions, and you would see Heracross because Heracross was introduced in in the earlier episodes of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like one of the first second gens coming out. Yeah. Uh, the other thing too is, remember that? Who was it? Don Fan. Don Fan was in the movie. Don Fan, and a lot of people had him too. Scizor was a promotional that. one. Steelix. Steelix, yeah. So and Merrill, I mean, Merrill was a big flop. Um, but those were the Pokemon people were like, you know, you saw them as kids, you know, they didn't know anything about how to play the game. We gravitated towards those guys. So that's the only thing that sucked is once you got into the game, they were too hard to obtain for kids. You know what I mean? Too hard for a kid to obtain a Steelix or a Heracross or a or a a, a Scizor or whatever. You know what I mean? It was too hard for us to obtain that. It was almost like a, a Dragonite. You know what I mean? Like if you didn't have if you didn't have a homie to trade with that was going to trade back, you weren't getting a Steelix. Yeah. You know, so I think that's why they kind of die short. Like a lot of people didn't adopt them, even though they were out there in first gen. Like I gravitate towards Steelix. I gravi- I gravitate towards Heracross, but yeah, it is kind of, it is kind of weird how like we didn't adopt these, even though like some of them we did. I, re- I remember like back in magazines, like when this, when Neo first came out and was like, check out the new Pokemon. And I was like, ah, yeah. who, who do I like here? <laughs> who do I like here? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember. But, Even choosing a starter was hard. It was like, which one do I choose? Because it was like, I don't know which one I really, really like. When you first had a starter in red and red and blue, you were You like, knew what you were going to get. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm getting Squirtle. It's done. Yeah. So, yeah. let's take a look at this last page here. You got uh, Togetic, Togetic, you got Ampharos, you got Kingdra. I think Ampharos has the highest PSA 10 pop besides the Steelix. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yep. 48. Oh, wait, no, there's one with the 50. Oh, yeah, Steelix at 56. You got Skarmory. Skarmory was another one of those ones, like, early, like, you know, I just remember, I just mm-hmm, remember mm-hmm. him. Uh, Jumpluff and then Bellossom. They're okay, you know. Um, I, I see, I've seen those, those the Jumpluff and the Bellossom, like, those hollows are, like, 15 bucks online. It's crazy. That's, that's, you can get them cheap. Crazy. But I was thinking. You know what's weird though is like if you don't have the, if you're like hey I, I like I like Neo Gen but I don't really I don't really have like this money to be buying these these first edition hollows because these are first edition. Keep in mind the, the pops of all these cards are first edition. If you're no these, these are unlimited the pops unlimited pops these are unlimited pops yeah 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 They're, we do oh. the first oh. edition prices we were talking about earlier but these are unlimited pops oh that's nuts yeah I'll get out there and get it then <laughs> unlimited pops get out there and get it that's nuts but. Now's a great time um, too. Yeah, if you if you don't have enough money for unlimited, just go Japanese because a lot of these cards you'll find a whole bunch of nostalgia in the Japanese version of them too. Like when I go back and I look at Japanese Neo Gen, for some reason they look like like uh, number one file. You know what I mean? Yeah, the number one file, premium file, Japanese. yeah, premium file, yeah. The premium files, uh, the first set. Everyone, almost everyone had that. You know what I mean? When they were a kid, so. Don't sleep on Japanese. Japanese will also do, I think, pretty well. There you guys go. Um, if you, for any of you that lost connection here on YouTube, please check out the podcast tomorrow. 
So you can see the stuff we just covered. Uh, Neogenesis, we just went through the, uh, the hollows here, populations and prices. And next week, we'll be on to another set of Neo. I think it's uh, Discovery or Revelation. It's one of those ones. You always mix it up. Yep. But there you guys go. That's it for Pokemon this week. We're going to be moving on to Yu-Gi-Oh. Here we go. That's right. We're bringing back Heart of the Cards. We've been slacking on Heart of the Cards. Um, so this is going to be real light, real light content. Uh, but we got we to gotta touch on some Yu-Gi-Oh stuff here. So in TCG Battle Royale, we talked about Dimension Force. But there's actually a new set out. And it's a legendary Duelist set. Um, and that's Duelist from the Deep. So these cards here you, I have on the bottom are the top three cards you can get in the set. Nothing too crazy. If you're not uh, meta, if you're not competing, you probably won't care for these. Uh, but you got Forbidden Droplet. You got number 101, Silent Honor Arc. That's a ghost rare. And it, guess what? This is a $30 ghost rare. Yeah, so I was, was going to say, a lot of these legendary duelist sets, they do um, that thing where they'll throw in like a, a reprint of an old meta card that was very expensive. So like a meta card that was like in like the 70s, $60 price range in the last like set, like the last three sets before. So like this Forbidden Droplet, that was back in... Um, I think El Dorado, right? Maximum Gold El Dorado. Was that Forbidden Droplet or was that Battle of Chaos? I think it might have been Battle of Chaos that Forbidden Droplet was in. It might have been in one of those tins. I'm not sure. Maybe it was yeah, Battle anyways, of Chaos. Forbidden Droplet was like a, like a $70, $80 card. It was 90 when it debuted or something like that. And a lot of people were pulling it. It was super, super meta. And obviously it still is. That's why Yu-Gi-Oh! is putting it out in this Legendary Duelist set. Um, just to make it cheaper and more available for more players and more people can have it in their deck to make it fair across the, the league so it's less meta. Does that make sense? So less people will start to use it because more people will have it in their decks and they'll start building counters, which brings more cards into the meta. So mm. That's kind of how Yu-Gi-Oh! cycles through different metas, different cards, different uses. And then they always throw in one of these like ghost rares in these legendary duelists. So like last set, it was um like that Synchro Wings Dragon, XYZ Synchro, Dra- Synchro Wings Dragon, whatever. Um, that was like 45 bucks that I went and bought. And I think that's a great thing to do is to go and buy all these cheap ghost rares because, like you said, this one's 30 bucks. Go and grade it. You have a ghost rare in your collection. There you go. 30 bucks. Yeah. Um, let's see. We're also going to take a look at just the release here. This is from Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! com. Legendary Duelists. Duelists. Duels from the Deep. There you go. Uh, it's 57 cards in the set. It dropped on June 17th, so it's about a week, week and a half old. Um, let's see, you get five cards in a pack. A very small set. Uh, dive into Legendary Duelist. Here you go. So you got uh, Duels from the Deep, new cards for three water monster strategies used by Duelist from Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, let's see, animated series, brand new cards, the strategies used by Fame, Fisherman, and Duelist, uh, Mako Tsunami, Nash, the Alter Ego of Shark and Leader of the Seven Baryan Emperors. Okay. And a whale of tail awaits. New version of Mako Tsunami Fortress Whale. Oh, so there is a Fortress Whale. I was wondering where it was at because I was like, hey, where's our cards at? I was hoping they were going to have more throwback cards of this dude's deck. Um, Legendary Fisherman, things like that. But uh, I don't see those in here. Um, Here's the set. You got nine Ultras, eight Supers, ten Rares, 29 Commons, and one Ghost. There you guys go. That is it for 
legendary duelist duels from the deep real short and sweet nothing too yeah, crazy so i just want i just want to bring this up real quick so like we were, we were just talking about the last legendary duelist set which was a legendary duelist synchro summon which had the crystal clear wing synchro dragon which is the one i was talking about it was like the 45 dollar um, ghost rare i was preaching um there's a guy selling a psa 9 on ebay right now for 214 or best offer and there's a guy selling a psa 10 1500 whoa so and there's a guy selling another nine for 470 dollars and there's there are there's higher <laughs> end well there's also high end ghost rare collectors out there they will pay that yeah because it's really hard it, i don't think people understand like even though you this ghost rare is cheap doesn't make it easy to produce you yeah. know like ghost rares are so hard to produce especially in a 10 like they're just plagued with like all kinds of manufacturer defects and PSA is not lenient on a ghost rare because they just bling with imperfections because they're just a, a solid silver foil. What do you mean? Like yeah. PSA is not going to let any type of blemish on a 10 go. Because you can see them. They're clear as day. Yeah. Yeah. You can see them clear as day. If that goes on a PSA 10, PSA is going to look terrible and they know that. Nice and ghost rares have always, ghost rares have always been the most expensive like Yu-Gi-Oh card. They're not going to tarnish that reputation, I guess, you know? Hmm. Like if they put out a PSA ten that had like a like a blemish on it, like say this number one oh one, they put out, you know, ten of them that had blemishes, like, come on. PSA would lose a whole bunch of reputation. Yeah. And then they're not gonna do that. So again, like I said, hey, these ghost rares aren't a bad idea. Right. Even though they're cheap, just because cheap doesn't mean it's it's uh it's bad. So there you guys go. Just a real quick outlook for uh, some Yu-Gi-Oh products, uh Heart of the Cards this week. I'm gonna try and we're gonna try and be more consistent on this. And it's going to be stuff like this. We'll just take a look at products, uh, things like that. It could be little collector boxes. It could be, you know, all kinds of little things. I don't know why I just went backwards. That's weird. Uh, there we go. Um, so that's what you can expect for Heart of the Cards. Moving on now, we have Kaiba Corp. Here we go. Boom. All right, guys. Let's talk about some Kaiba Corp uh, cards. These are going to be prize cards, cards that are going to basically break the bank, going to be one of ones, going to be these crazy prize cards that you're not going to find very many of. Um, cards that would belong in Kaiba's suitcase. So here we go. Um, the first one up is going to be a Pop 1. Yes. This, there's only one of these cards around in a PSA 10. That's sick. It just sold for $11,000. $11,648 um, was the last time it sold. Uh, and this is a PSA 10 uh, Bandai 1998 Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Swords of Revealing Light. I believe it's called something else, but this card here was a promo um, to basically all of Yu-Gi-Oh. So this is a um, even a promo to like the ones that you see with the black borders. Um, so there's another Swords of Revealing Light that you'll find. This is even a promo to that one. So that's how special this card is. Um, if you guys look at it, if you guys know the card Swords of Revealing Light, it looks similar, but it is just... Um, I don't know. It's, I love it's, these cards. Like Denny's, Denny, like Denny's always said, it's, it's the rookie card of of the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And this yep. is just a uh, awesome. It's a pop one. This is when they were in the process of making it a game. That's what makes them cool. Yeah. So they're like, they're like blueprints almost. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think they're tight. Um, the next one up here is uh, another card that we all know and love. So like what got me, what got me going down this rabbit hole of cards was, um, last week and not last week, the week, the week before when we covered, uh, the crush, the crush virus crap card. I was like, I wonder what other, magic or trap cards are out there that like are super super iconic that would fit in this kaiba core because a lot of people they just like uh undersell or just like uh you know write off spell and trap cards spell yeah. and trap cards kunai with chain uh crush card 
uh, Swords of Revealing Light, Monster Reborn, um, this card here, Mirror Force, the Epic uh, Cards, yeah. Tribute, all those cards. Magical Hats, massive, Palmerization. Magical yeah. Hats, yeah, Magical Cylinder, all those cards are, are were all Ultra Rares, which took up one slot for the other Ultra Rare in all the old sets that we all know and love. Mm. And a lot of people just, you know, don't think back. They think about Dark Magician, they think about Blue Eyes, they think about, you know, Red Eyes, but little do we ever think about these, like, Magical Trap Cards. So this one here is Mirror Force. I bet you guys wouldn't have guessed that. It is very... Even me, when I saw this card, I was like... Oh, I knew it was Mirror Force, like, 100%. I knew it was Mirror Force, too, but I was like, that's how Mirror Force came? Like, that? Like, And when you see pictures, like, this one doesn't really do it justice, but when you see more pictures, you're going to be like, that looks like a little kid drew it. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's very basic. It's very Comic basic, style. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't look like it's something Yu-Gi-Oh! would put out, but they did. So uh, there's no PSA 10s of this card. This is the grail of... The 1998 Bandai cards. This is the grail. There's no PSA 10s at all. Um, there's two listings right now uh, for the P- for Raw, I believe. Two listings for Raw. One for $2,200 what and the, the other for uh, $9,800. $9, wow. Yeah, so they're very far apart, um, very disconnected. Uh, but the, the $9,800 one seems more legit as it's authenticated or something like that. One's bent in half, like, one's mint. Yeah, one's been in half, one's man, exactly. And then there's only two PSA 9s out there, so this card is just the grail of all Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, finding this card is 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 grail. It's money. It's like... <laughs> that's that's nuts. That's a cool yeah, card. nuts. Super cool. Because, um, like, not even a 9. There's only two 9 conditions out there. Like, that's... So, like, what? This this one that's going for $9,800, like, who's to say that's a 9? It could be an 8. And those will be the only two 9s, and there will <clears> never be a 10. You know what I mean? Because that's right. from 1998. Like, that's so crazy. So crazy. Um, but anyways, the la- last card up here, one that I thought was super cool, I think he just looks different than his normal image. I don't know why. He has, like, thicker thighs. He looks more like Reptar to me. Is uh this Gate Guardian. It's Godzilla. From the same, yeah, <laughs> the 1998 um, Bandai card. It's the same card, the promos, is uh, Gate Guardian. I believe he's J3. Uh, Mirror Force, I believe, is J1. And I think the Swords Revealing Light is J2. Yep. Um, but anyways, uh, this Gate Guardian, I think, looks super sick. Um, it looks blurry on my side, but if you guys can see the picture clearly, I mean, you guys will know what I, I'm talking about. Uh, he just sold for $618 raw. There's four PSA 10s, but there's never a sold. No one has ever sold them. They're holding wild. them. They're holding him, yeah. And there's only... Kind of a suitcase. There's only raw cards available for 600 plus. Or You're not finding one for any less. And there's maybe like five or four. Yeah. There's there's four PSA 10s inside of a briefcase somewhere. Kaiba's briefcase. <laughs> Kaiba's. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, there's four of them. So that's, that's, just, that's just crazy. These cards are extremely rare. Holy grails, if you would say so. Heck yeah. Um, Those are sweet. This is... It's just straight Kaiba material. So if you guys are Yu-Gi-Oh heads um, and you guys got the money, I need go more out of these and slay. Cards. Go out and slay one of these uh, pre-Bandai, pre-Yu-Gi-Oh, pre-Dual Monsters type cards. Um, they're just super dope, and there's not much more to say about it. And that's it. Kaiba Core, guys. I hope you guys liked it and enjoyed it. Nice. Blew my mind. All right. There you guys go for Kaiba Corp. Moving on to DigiDestin this week. Here we go. Digimon. All right, guys, we talked about Digital Hazard here in, in uh, TCG Battle Royale. 
we're gonna take a quick look at the cards today. Uh, just real quick, real brief. No, no huge analysis. Um, kind of trying to sell that bent one. <laughs> uh, these are just some of my favorite alts from this set. They look amazing. You got Mega Dramon, Gallantmon, Beelzemon, Golfmon, and then you got Blast Mode Beelzemon. Sick. They're gnarly. All it's right. It's like the one where he's swinging down at the ground. Yeah. Every, this one's like 70 bucks right now. All right. So we're going to take a look at the card list. I don't know what Digimon is doing, but I do not like this. They changed their card list on their website. This is what it looks like now. Oh, dude. Dragon Ball did the same thing. I hate it. It's this It's this Bandai TCG Plus thing. Can't stand it. I don't like it. I hate it. I hate it. Because um, now we can't just see, we can't blow the pictures up. We just got to look at them like this. So you got GG Mon Alt, Vixie Mon Alt. I'm going to go through the alts real quick, guys. Uh, Gummy Mon, let's see. If, if there's something that catches my eye, like this Yamon, that's sick. I'd, I'd be that all over sick. that. I like that. Um, this Gilmon Alt is pretty sick. He's got the wings. What in the heck is that? I feel like I remember an episode where he got the wings. Mother, Mother D Reaper. Yeah, it's got the anime art artwork. You got Gallantmon trying to take down this this Argamon looking thing. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what episode was it when he got the wings? I can't remember. I feel like he had it for just a short minute and then it was gone. Like I want to say yeah. he was even like dicking around with the wings and then. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I I uh I watched a lot of that Digimon, which is weird. You know what I mean? I vaguely I remember it. I vaguely remember. It. I remember I a lot of it. Wasn't Gilmon like a creation though? Like, like the kid drew him and then he came to life or something like that. That's what, that's what I'm, like, I, I feel like I remember the same thing. Like he was like an imagination, and then like, yeah, yeah and then he was he, real all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You got the Gallantmon, Gallantmon like, uh, alt right there, baller. That's all right. You got Megadramon. That's uh, that's Gilmon when they go with another part. I think like? they go back no? to back. They go back. I think they go back to back. The Gallantmon and the Gil- the Megadramon. It looks like his sword's hitting his shield, right? Well, no. What it, what would happen is this is his wing right here, mm-hmm. and then his wing like is over here too. I think. Um, mm-hmm. it looks that way, but uh, yeah. This is a uh, this is um Braumon when he goes virus, he turns into Megadramon. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, yeah, like Skull Greymon kind of. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Do they show this on the show? I don't remember that. Yeah, they do. Um, this Leomon, this would be a great meme to have here. Uh, Mar- Marine Angemon. Yeah, I don't know I how would... I feel about this this comic anime style work. I Well, no, that's not true because I saw a picture of one on Instagram and it actually looks way better than these pictures. Way better. You got one of those in a, in a gold stamp or gold text, right? Or something like that? Who? Marine Angemon. Yeah. Yep. Who is that? Hmm? Who is that? Why is why is it such a big deal? I don't, I don't That's know a uh that's on. a mega level of um of the uh Patamon or Gatamon line, I believe. Not a very I don't know what part of the show Marine Angemon shows up, but it's part of that like angel mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. The tamers were swiping their trading cards with D power to give their Digimon upgrades. Okay, yep, 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 yep. Takato created Gilmon. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not crazy. But these these character cards are kind of they're kind of dope. Like I wouldn't be mad if I pulled one. They're not my favorite characters. I can tell you that. Uh, but they're cool. Like this is sick. And Tylamon. 
That's dope. Yeah. I, I like that. My favorite. Uh, this Sakuyamon is pretty meta. I, I want to say it's like 60 bucks online right now. And it's just a super rare. Uh, this Terriermon's pretty sick. He's got his little cuts and bruises on him. Fighting the good fight. Yeah, and this is another one, though. Where he has like his trainer with him. Mega Gargamon. I don't know how I feel about this one because we had the one year anniversary Mega Gargamon alt art, which is pretty nice. This I is kind of the same card. You, right? Huh? I think I traded that one to you, the one that's all textured. I think so, yeah. That but, one is tight. He looks like a, he looks like a, a Zord. A Zoid? Zoids are sick, but a Zord, you know, like a Pokemon. Like a Megazord? Power Ranger? Megazord. Power Ranger Megazord? Yeah. Um, but I kind of like I kind of like this anime artwork that they're doing. It's different than the than the you know, like in depth artwork they're doing here. It's just like cartoonish. I don't know. There's something about it that's cool. I got to see it in person to make a, a a full judgment. But I'm glad that they added a new artist or a new style of drawing to the cards. That's always cool to see. Uh, Cyber Dramon, This one's dope. Cyber Dramon is that sick. One is dope. Um, because. Dope. Cyber Dramon turns into Justimon, and Justimon is dope. Justimon is dope. Justimon Blitzarm, that's an alt. That one's sick. I was looking at that one earlier. Uh, let's see, moving on. You got Dobermon in an alt. That's Again, that's got that cartoon-looking deal to it. Dobermon? I've never seen. Houndoom. Houndoom? Mega Houndoom? <laughs> you got uh, Golfmon, which this one is sick. Um... I wish they would pull up a... This just sucks. You, you can't even see it. I don't know who he is. I don't have any ties. He's like a demon, dude. Okay. He's got this thing in his belly that opens up. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Venom Myotismon, kind of like that style Digimon. Okay. He's tight, though. Yeah. Uh, he's fighting someone down here. I can't see who it is. Oh, he's fighting the angels. He's fighting uh, uh, Magnadramon and uh, another angel over here. Mm. You got Beelzemon. This is a, this is just the super rare, I believe. Yeah, super rare. But it's an alt. It's very nice. There's the other Beelzemon super rare. Let's see. And then uh, what else we got? Takato. That's pretty cool. Those are sick. I like those. You like that? That's pretty cool. I like There's one with a, with a Leo. Pokemon too. Lee, right okay, right these there. are these are cool. I'll give they you that. Tight, right? Even the one with Sequiamon and stuff, like sick. Yeah, like, that's so. With this is I like this stuff. one. This one's clean. That's Gargamon, right? Yeah, Mega Gargamon. And then Justimon. Look at, look at the Justimon. Look at the Justimon one. Dope. Oh, okay. Dope. Okay, I'll do. I'll go. I'll I'll, I'll play with that. Mm-hmm. And then well, I think I thought those. Were- the last pages are secret rares here. Crimson mode all. Secret rare, and then uh, blast mode alt. Secret rare. I guess the crimson mode is kind of growing on me. The crimson mode alt's kind of growing on me a little bit. They're cool. I just like how I don't know what's going on. Hey, They're, I really like blast mode. I like the color. I like the colors of it. I like Bezelmon a well, lot. Um, what do you think about this? This is ex. This is exo two. This is the set that came out. This is the next theme booster that came off after classic because classic was ex one. This is EX2. I think it's a great follow-up. Yeah, I, th- I think it is, too, from having... Because they were competing with the original cards. You know what I mean? That was the competition. And now this being, like... 
I knew a majority of the of the the mana here. You know what I mean? Which is like it's something I like to. Base they my, they my fan serviced like, season three and four. It looks like yeah, where I'm a, like a season like one a, guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a season one guy too. Mormon, get me in there. Oh, he's season you know two. Oh. Yeah. Mormon? No, he's not. Yeah, he's season two. He's season two. Yeah. Season one is the original Digis, all all the way up to Omnimon. Season two is yeah, Wormmon, Flamedramon, Ragemon, all those guys. Which I'm I'm a huge fan of season two, but what I'm saying is I, I'm not disappointed um, because those were big shoes to fill to come after Classic Collection, which is EX one, and then EX two to be like, how do you beat EX one? You just you just gave us all the old Digimon cards we wanted. Some more Wormmons. Give me a set with some a Wormmon Secret Rare. Wormon Ultra Art. <laughs> There's a lot out I'm there. Gonna be, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be on it. Yeah, There's, I know the uh, tournament one. I've, I'm. I'm on. I'm yeah. on that one. Stingmon. I'm on it. Give me an alternate art Stingmon in one of these sets. So there you guys go. That's it for Digi Destin this week. Just a real quick look at uh, EX2. I haven't opened any yet. Uh, maybe I'll find some, um, and we'll open it. But uh, yeah, looks looks good. Looks promising. I like it. Sick. All right. Moving on to Dragon Ball this week. Here we go. All right, guys. Dragon Ball, everything Dragon Ball. Uh, This week, we're going to talk about a new product called the History of Goku and Vegeta Theme Selection. I think we touched on this a few months ago that something like this was going to come out in the summer. Well, we got the product here now. History of Goku and Vegeta. You guys can see here's two. Di- it looks like it's two different boxes, right? Number one, number two. You got Goku on one. You got Vegeta on the other. Let's check it out. This article comes from Bleeding Cool and Dragon Ball Super to release History of Goku and Vegeta in July. So right around the corner. Bandai is gearing up to release quite a few interesting Dragon Ball card game products. And promotions. Here we go. The latest release was the 17th main set Unison Warrior Series boost. Okay. Uh, which closed out the Unison Warrior Series. Remember, Ultimate Squad, that's it. No more Unison Warriors after that. We're going to be starting Zenkai something this uh, September, I believe. All right. It included cards. We talked about this already. Blah, blah, blah. Let's let's talk about something new. What are we going here? Here we go. All right. So it's basically saying we're a couple months away from the new Zenkai Boost series. However, we're going to be getting promo cards and the exciting history of Sun Goku and history of Vegeta products in the meantime. Today, we can reveal the release date as well as some product information for both Goku and Vegeta. Here you go. History of Goku and Vegeta. Here's a closer look. If There you go. I don't know if you guys can see that. Very cool. This is sick right here, actually. I like that one. Yeah, that's I was dope. trying to look at it. I was like, that's sick. Well, look at this, though. This is kind of clean, too. Whatever that is. I like that. Him blasting off with Vegeta. Vegeta. Oh, Majin Vegeta. That? Majin Vegeta? That's sick. I'm not a big fan of the Super Saiyan 4. He looks like a, a chimp. Yeah. I mean, they are chimps, but, like, he looks like... he The way they have him standing, he looks like... He looks like the dude from... Uh, oh, dude, who's that... Who's that? Cartoon Network. The guy. Um, oh man, I don't know. Uh, what's the what's the one with the raccoon in the in the bird? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, 
Regular show? The regular show. He looks like the dude from the regular show. Dude, doesn't oh he? Look God. at yeah, it yeah. Kind of, yeah. He's spot on. pretty stacked. That's the way they have him postured. They have him postured. He looks like the dude from the regular show. The guy that stands like that. Oh, my gosh. I think he's an ape, too. Well, so here we go. Both History of Sun Goku and Vegeta will release on July 8th for $29.99. So this is a nice priced box. That's pretty cool. These products contain 15 cards total, with 12 of those cards being holographic and three having gold foil stamped onto them. Bandai confirms that these cards will be alternate art versions of reprints based on the history of Sun Goku and Vegeta. Some locations will see a delay. Okay, and there you guys go. That's it. That's all we get. Now, what would be interesting is if they do like the anniversary boxes. <laughs> you can't see it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying over it, dude. It's, it's spot. <laughs> It would, oh, I guess not, because they, they look like there's gold text in here. Um, this looks like sealed product material to me. The way it's displayed. This looks like sealed collection material. I can't see it. It's not going to focus. Funny. I mean, what, do you want me to look it up? Look it up. Just type in uh, the regular show characters. <laughs> Go to images. And then uh, he's the ape. He's just the ape. I don't know what his name is. He's that guy. And I have a perfect picture of the way he's standing. He looks just like him. Like, What's his name? I don't know, dude. Here, let me send it to you on. I'm gonna send it to you on Discord. Hold on. Oh, this guy? That guy, yeah, but they got a picture of him. What's his name? Uh he's really skips. standing in the same type in the same type of uh <laughs> like straight up. Look at there. <laughs> now pop up the Vegeta real quick. <laughs> Right there. Yeah, just I can, dude. With the jeans and everything. <laughs> I mean Yeah. I mean it's a cool product. It's a cool product, but you can't unsee it now, you know? No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> okay. So there you guys go. Uh, um I might just keep that sealed. The way the way it's displayed, you might as well. Because I bet you could yeah, find these cards for cheap. Someone's going to rip them open on TCG Player. You could probably find them, you know, for 10 to 15 bucks a card. Um, but look at how cool those boxes look. I mean, that's they're, they're small, they're compact, and they display the three coolest cards anyways. So. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in on the, the ones in the middle. I really like the ones in the middle, and I like the Freeze and the Goku. The Freeze and Goku one is sick. That's a very... Uh, Majin Vegeta is very nice, too, though. Oh, yeah. Majin Vegeta is dope, too. Yeah. So like, I like, guess we're just going to say minus Super Saiyan 4. Everything else looks pretty nice on the front. Yeah. Because right. the Goku one, I'm not a fan of his arms crossed and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's all I'm good. Who knows? <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, moving on. Capsule Corp this week. Here we go. Oops. A little bit of that. All righty, guys. Welcome into the Caps Court segment. This is another Dragon Ball Super segment. We're going to talk about cards that are 
just not talked about very often or that people don't think are very hype that I think will cause a lot of attention later on down the line just because they're not being graded or there's attention being taken off of them from other sets or other cards within the sets that um, are a lot bigger and a lot more talked about or graded more often um, just because they're a higher price and they're more hyped due to social media or other creators out there pushing these cards for their own benefit. But here are cards that I think will actually stand the test of time um, due to characteristics and the Pokemon, like, uh, Chain of Commandments. Is that what it's called? The Poke Tower Commandments? Poke Tower Commandments. I want to say <laughs> Chain of Command. My bad. Chain of Command. Flashback. Whoops. Um, anyways, here we have a 2019 Dragon Ball Super uh, Gogeta. So this, these are cards I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. I think a lot of people will overlook them. Um, but leader cards. Leader cards are cards in Dragon Ball Super that have a image on the front and on the back. Now, a lot of these cards suffer from not being hollows. A lot of them are just plain um, pictures, but they are what I consider a Dragon Ball full art, if that makes sense. So, like, they have more of the full art dynamic. Yeah. yeah. The card and, like, the, the appeal of it is more full art um, than any other Dragon Ball card out there or, or artwork out there. So... These leader cards to me, I, I consider them full arts. Some of them come in hollow. Some of them come in gold stamp. Some of them come in, in texturized cards. Some of them come in hollow on one side, no hollow on the other side. But I think what a lot of us forget is that PSA slabs are clear on the other side too. So not only do you have this card displayed on one side, but you have it on the other side too, which makes it super sick. You know, not only do you have like a picture on one side, but you have it on the other. Because to me, it's always bothered. Like, imagine somebody turns your PSA slab around and it's just, it's just the Pokemon... This is the, the back of the Pokemon card. It's just the back of the Dragon Ball Z card. It's just the back of the Yu-Gi-Oh card. These are the backs, and it's another picture. Hey, man. So if you guys are watching the video format, I've included a PSA slab with the front and the back image on it. I think it looks clean. I think a lot of people don't look at this and think how clean it really is. Like, it really does look clean. It's a really nice-looking collectible. Um, I think a lot more people should be looking at leader cards. But here we're going to talk about two um, very distinct leader cards that I find... Um, to be the most attractive to me so we have ssb gogeta uh i think this is perfect fusion or fusion perfected um something like that uh this is from destroyer kings um i believe it's an un i believe it's a uncommon okay. uncommon yeah yeah uncommon um there's there's a there's a promo out there that comes with it um with like it's kind of texturized and it's kind of foiled and only the backside. so if you guys are watching the video format video format on the front side of it is Sun Goku and Vegeta, and they're just kind of back-to-back um, in their regular forms. And the back side of it is this uh, foiled-out, textured uh, Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta doing this, uh, like, center blast. And it's just the sickest card ever. The color on it looks really good. It reminds me of um, those magazine cards that came out with uh, Goku and Black Goku. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Goku Rose, whatever it is. Soul Striker um, Reborn or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks like a pretty similar artwork and like texture type color pattern on it. So if you guys aren't watching the video format, that's what it is. It's one of my favorite cards. It goes for a pretty pretty good price. Um I think I saw I've seen them for about two hundred seven bucks. And this is an uncommon card. Like I said, this is a card that a lot of people are gonna look past. Not gonna grade. You know what I mean? They're gonna throw it in a deck, they're gonna play with it, it's gonna get damaged. It's not gonna be in a PSA ten for very long. So while you can grab these cards for pretty cheap in the like you know, anywhere from forty to fifteen dollar range. I would hmm. say go grab a couple and you know, pick yourself up a, a nice promo. Um, hmm. Seeing as they're selling for good money too, so if you're wanting to sell your Dragon Ball cards and keep one, this is something you could buckshot for sure. Yeah. Uh, the next card up, this is one of 
I am not a Vegeta fan, but this card here is one of my favorite. It's and it takes a lot for me to say this, but it is, it is one of my favorite Dragon Ball Z cards. But there's a very specific one that I want. This one that we have on screen is not the exact one, um, but this is 2021 Dragon Ball um, Super Saiyan God Vegeta. I don't remember what set this came from, and I looked it up a bunch, and I could not find it. A lot of people were saying it came from Realm of Gods, but Realm of Gods came out in 2022, so that doesn't make sense. Um, I have no idea where this card came from. Hmm. But the color on it, the color on it is dope. And there's like three different versions of this card, so please do not get mixed up. I think the regular version of the card is dope, but it's not as sick as the gold stamped. The gold stamped, which is in this picture here, yeah, brings more pop and so much more like character and so much more story to the card. Um, obviously, the one that doesn't have any gold gold stamp because this one is so so. Dragon Ball does this thing. If you guys have a winner, really collect card. They do this thing where it does a. They have you know gold foil, silver foil. Um, they have this, they have that, but then they'll do certain cards in gold stamps. And this card here is considered a gold stamp um, card. So. All it means is that it has gold foil, but it has it gets the gold stamp um, credential, which is super sick. Now there's another card, which is a world a 2020, 2021 World Championship card that does this card way more justice. That's what my favorite card is. That's why I say this is one of my favorite Dragon Ball Z cards because the World Championship 2020, 2021 card is amazing. You talking the about the Godly Aura? No, no, not the Godly Aura. It's it's this one. It's oh. a, it's the Crimson. It's the Crimson Warrior. Oh, okay. Uh, SS. But it so like you see how like um, on the top left corner it says like leader and there's like an icon that's green it says like leader or awaken or whatever yeah um, so right there on the world championship card it has the same thing as the regular card that has no foil which is like this blue border it looks like blue electricity and then it also has a stamp and it has gold it has gold foiling all over the card so like oh, okay. The World Championship one is nutty. Like, when you look at the color of that card, you're like, how in the hell did they print that? Hmm. With that much color and that that much, like, f- like I don't know. It just looks so nutty. Um, you could find a picture, but it's pretty blurry. If you go on Google, oh, that's the only place I found it was on Google. The blue it's electricity? The only, it's, yeah, it's the only one with a stamp on it. And it's, it's, a, world, it's a World Championship 2021 uh, oh, okay. stamped card. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that one right there, I think, is perfection. And when I, when you when you think of a card that is perfection, you look at Vegeta's face, and on top of that, like to me, like the whole card itself, the artwork, everything is dope. But what really catches me is that, um, to me, uh, Vegeta never went Super Saiyan God like in the anime. You know, it was never like canon that he went Super Saiyan God. It was only in the Brawly movie that he went Super Saiyan God and showed that like he. He did that that quick little step, you know, and then went Super Saiyan Blue. So, to me, this is like a rare form of him. So, it kind of makes the card more rare that they make him in this version. Um, hmm. So, that's why I think this card is so dope. And even the backside of it, if him in Super Saiyan form, which is what we're all used to seeing Vegeta in, Super Saiyan, um, him doing a blast, I think it looks awesome. This card is one to track down for sure. If you could find the one that has a stamp, the uh, World Championship 2021 stamp, I would recommend getting that one because... It just blows the water off of any card. Like hmm. just the coloring is nuts. Like I, I take it over the Gohan. Gohan's one of my favorite characters, but the Gohan signature card that I have, I bought it because of the colors. The colors were awesome. You know, it's just one it checks every box for me to spend that much money on a card. But this card I would go and spend that much money on too because of the color is nuts. Like 
I can't believe it. It's it's crazy. It 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 is nuts. I can't describe it. So if you guys please do me a favor and go on Google or maybe I'll post it on the Discord or whatever. Um, but it just sucks because the picture is so blurry on Google too. But when you see it on Google, you'll see you'll be like, oh yeah, that card is dope. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, again, guys, don't sleep on leader cards. I think they're dope. These are two um, really good examples of those leader cards. Go out and grab your favorite one. Um, these are obviously mine. That's it for the capsule core. Nice. What else we got? All right, moving on to a brand new segment, Greasy's Gaming Corner. Here we go, guys. Right, Breezy's Gaming Corner. Um, this has been a tab in our Discord for for a while now. And if for those of you that follow my YouTube Beyond the Podca- Podcast, you guys know I've been gaming a lot more and I've been recording a lot of my gaming sessions. Um, so games have been a huge part of my life, specifically Game Boy games like we talked about, um, Xbox, Nintendo 64, a lot of the old game systems that you guys grew up on. That was a big part of my childhood because if I was, you know, if I wasn't at school, I was traveling to go do another sport, which is why I played a lot of handheld games. Um, so Greasy's Gaming Corner is a new segment, uh, which is going to help me become a better collector and also dive in to this new form of collecting, right? Collecting video games. You guys saw that I was into sealed video games. I'm trying to get into graded video games. Because that's just something I'm interested in. Gaming is a huge part of who I am. Uh, when I was a young teenager, I was trying to become a professional Halo player, like Halo Two. We were we were we were playing online, trying to make money. So it was a big deal. But back then, my parents had no idea, and that just it steered me away from it. But I was we I was that good, and sometimes I still have a good day like that on Halo. So <laughs> I I even played in a, uh I think a Halo Two was it Halo Two. Um, yeah. Was this was the SWAT? Was that SWAT era Halo Two? I played in a in a two v two worldwide tournament, like international worldwide tournament, with my buddy from New Jersey. Called, his name's Sniper Shot Two Two Two. So Sniper Shot Two Two Two. If you're out there and you're from New Jersey, <laughs> we were like eight nine years old on a, on a team SWAT team. We played against the whole world. Like so, this was back on the old Xbox, and they had um they had a, a tournament that you had to sign on and get on during certain hours, and you played in this this thing. And we played we played seventieth. 70th out of like a hundred thousand people we play 70th in team swat so i mean yeah. like me and denny weren't joking when it came to like halo we were we knew all the glitches we knew how to get out of all the maps we knew we played the the story through and through on legendary like not cheesing it like yeah gaming is kind of in our blood for sure yeah so um this is just another another uh growth uh, opportunity for me as a collector so today we're going to start our gaming journey um, and today's topic is going to be the most popular console ever. Um, according to some of the stats I have here, because uh, I figured, you know, if you're going to start a collecting hobby, you got to start for, like from the top down. What's the best? And then work your way down and then find where you fit in with that. Um, to my surprise, I had no idea that uh, the PS2 is considered to be the most popular console ever crazy so we're gonna check this out this article i got here really yeah um that's wild this is from statista and video game console sales worldwide for all products total lifespan as of september 2021 in the millions of units playstation 2 has 157 million units sold 
since its inception. Nintendo DS, 154, which that's right. The DS is a big deal. Uh, That's number two. You guys can't see. You'll see here in a second. There you go. Uh, You got Game Boy, 118 million. PS4 was big, 116 million. You got PlayStation (laughs) with 102, even surpassing the PlayStation 3. You got Wii at 101 million. You got the Switch at 90 million. And this is from when they were, when the total lifespan for these products, according to the stats. So PlayStation 2, after all these years, has been dusting everyone. Um, You got these other consoles down here. You got Xbox 360, Game Boy Advance, PlayStation Portable, uh, PSP, Xbox One, Sega Genesis, Atari, Xbox. GameCube is the lowest. So this is kind of, this is where I started. I was like, okay, now I have a I have a broad picture, right? This is this is not the details. These these are small numbers, um, but now I have a broad picture. Like, okay, I know what I'm looking at now. Okay, PS2, you know, is generally going to be more popular, even though that wasn't my favorite console. I get it. I totally understand. PS2 was massive back in the day, um, and I get to look at all this stuff, you know, and and where do I fall? Well, Game Boy, uh, Game Boy is Game Boy Color even on this list, or is it just Game Boy? Uh, Game Boy. I guess that was where I would fall in right here. Game Boy. Um, I was big on, let's see, the Switch is one of the few systems that actually went out on my way to buy. 360 was huge. Uh, Xbox. Wow. Xbox was very limited if you think about it. Only 24 million. And that may just be production things. You know, that's the other thing that I don't think people realize, like, in terms of production. Maybe we just didn't make as much back then. Because look at GameCube, you know. And that may be why we're seeing this bottleneck of vintage video games be very expensive. You, this is part of the equation, you know? Like, I've seen GameCube games up in the five figures, and I'm like, why? Well, when you have a small audience like that, um, I could see why. Yeah. Nintendo 64 is probably... Nintendo 64 is probably my favorite system of all time. Like, it's either N64 or the original Xbox... If I'm if we're talking about playing with other people, uh, if we're talking about just me by myself, it's probably Game Boy Color, uh, but or Game Boy Advance, you know what I mean? Uh, Game Boy SP, something like that. Um, but in terms of like playing online and stuff like that, it, Xbox and N64 because we played the crap out of our Nintendo Nintendo 64. That was one of the first like big Christmas presents we ever got. And then all Zelda games, original the original Xbox too. We got it back in the day. Remember that. We had Jet Set Radio. Remember that game? We pulled our money. We pulled our money together and we got it. Yeah, 4GT Jet Set Radio. Uh, well, our parents got us the first Xbox. They got us the first Xbox. What? No. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They hit we got the, the 360. We saved up for the 360 together. That's a white one. Yeah. That's oh, and then there's Xbox One. There's Xbox One. There's three different generations. My bad. Yeah, no, we saved yeah. up for the Xbox 360 together. And then we got Mortal Kombat, Deception, and that we grinded that game for I don't know how long, but... You know, there's a lot of RP, uh, roaming where you could roam around. Make but remember Xbox and like Fable yeah. games were legendary. Oh, man. So here's a that's just a broad look at the games, uh, the systems PS2. So with that being said, I was like, all right, well, let's find out what the top yeah, games one are. Kung Fu? Yeah, one Kung Fu game where they all had big heads. Yeah. You made a movie. <laughs> you had to make a movie. 
Yeah, yeah, you had to make like a movie. Yeah, what, what game you'd was have, that? You had to film it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot yeah. what it's called. You try to push people out of the out of the screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they all had their own moves and stuff. Yep. I forgot what that was called. Um, but here's the top PS2 games. Um, this is just a quick list right here. We got Gran Turismo 3, Gran Turismo 4, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Final Fantasy 10, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Now, I didn't play any of these games. Uh, Kingdom Hearts was number 10 on this list, which we'll see here in a bit. But I, n- I never played played any of these. Did you? I played the crap out of uh, out of Budokai, Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Um... And then if I was playing PS2, I was, it's because I was playing PlayStation games on it. Um, I can't yeah, think. Of, I don't. We played Kingdom these are Hearts. All the top games right here. These are the top games. This is the top five games. We're gonna pull up a list here. This oh, is, dude, I remember. I remember Resident Evil. I remember Resident Evil. Like, what is that? Four. Yeah. Well, here's. You remember that? Was to keep our, P, our PS2 running just to just to. Oh, leave it on. Just so it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Just so it wouldn't. It wouldn't delete it. Yeah. Well, here's here's a look at the top games per Wikipedia. And this it goes by the copies sold. You got Grand Theft Auto with 17 million, Gran Turismo I mean, 3 14 million. GTA. Gran Turismo 4 with 11. I've never played any of these games. No, me neither. Uh Grand Theft Auto Vice 100 uh 10 million, Final Fantasy 10 with 8 million. Okay, and so now we're getting more from I I I'm familiar with Final Fantasy. Uh you Which got, one did we play? We played on the first one. We right? played 7. Okay, okay. That was dope, dude, with the little little eight bit characters dude, and they take their turns. Wah, psh, yeah. Wah, so um, sick. We got Grand Theft Auto three with eight million. Metal Gear Solid, I remember that, so that's seven million there. I, I that's played. number seven. Big big series though. Tekken five, six million at number eight. Yoshi Yoshi Mitsu. Yeah. Is that his name? Uh Ryu and all those guys, yeah. No, Ryu is uh, is Ryu in Tekken? Ryu, Ryu, I think is in Tekken too. I think maybe. I think he's a crossover, maybe. Yeah. Or no, is or is Jin there? Ryu. Jin, yeah. Jin, Jin, Jin. That's his name, Jin. Yeah. Jin and Devil Jin and yep. the dude, the white dude with the, the white hair spikes. Yep. Uh, then you got Final Fantasy twelve at the number nine maybe. spot. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. And then Kingdom Hearts at the number ten spot. And then these are more games that I'm familiar with. So you got Final Fantasy, you got Dragon Quest, you got Kingdom Hearts, Dragon God Quest, of War. Did you play Dragon Quest? No, I don't think so. It looks familiar. It does, right? That's why, dude. I, every time I see it, I'm like, why does that look familiar? Well, why there was a game that like... we played for for PlayStation that was called oh. that was called Sukoden. Sukoden. Oh, no. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, check it out. That's a big. I, I looked that game up. I, I found a graded copy on eBay. They want like 1300 bucks for it. What? Yeah. Remember the two disc set of Tsukuden? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it flipped open and shit. That game. <laughs> the thing in the middle? That game is sick. That game is sick. Kingdom Hearts oh, 2. Man, Look, you got dude. God of War. Uh, Madden. Played a lot of Madden. Jack and Daxter. Never beat that game. I played it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I never beat it. Metal either. Gear Solid. Madden, Ratchet and Clank, that was a big game. Remember that? Need for Speed Underground, we played the crap oh, out of dude, that one. We played the crap out of that. I think we beat that one. Oh yeah, we remember did that, everything. Remember, remember the last, the last uh, mission that we couldn't get? We probably played it over like a thousand times. I think we have to race like Ken Block or whatever. Oh dude, and he's in that. He's in that like Mustang. He just dusts you every time. Check it out, Guitar <laughs> Hero. 
even though you have a maxed out GTR, you have the best car possible. You can't do any more upgrades. Let's see what else. There's there's Dragon Ball Budokai. I remember that we played a lot. I played a lot with my friends in in high school that game. Um, let's see. You got more Madden, Spider Man. That's familiar. That was a go-to fight, dude. Crash Bandicoot. These are these are PS2 games. I think we were more. We had more PlayStation games than anything. We would remember a lot more. Budokai, because because my parents didn't buy us a PS2. We got a PS2 because we bought them used. So I th- that's why we didn't have a lot of games. Um, again, they were given to us. Dynasty like, Warriors Four was epic. Dynasty Warriors was epic, dude. We had all the secret weapons. Remember, you had to like level up someone to ten, and then you had to go defeat a certain amount of people and like in a certain like sequence. Certain time certain of the day, days. you had to go find this guy, day, and then it would unlock their ultimate weapon. Yep. Oh, dude. <laughs> No, that's sick. Yeah, what, what was that guy's name? Lou or something like that? He was a baller. Oh, uh, 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 Lubu. Uh, yeah. yeah. Lobo Lubu, or right? something like Lubu, yeah. Yeah. Sonic Unleashed. Um, that's crazy. There's uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Top 50. I was all about that. I played Star that. Wars Battlefront. Top 100. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Top 100. That's the one right there. Dude with the paper bag on his head. Scary yep. every time. Devil May Cry, Max Payne. Uh, I remember this one. Underground 2. Let's see. Budokai again, top 100. Tekken 4. Uh, so here's all the... These are the, these are the games. So oh, what, was that? what was that one Star Wars game where you made your own? You made your own. That's Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, and you remember you took the, the one turn like attack? You were like... Whoosh. And yep. the dude would come back and just like lightning your ass, and then you would just die. <laughs> and it's like, what? Game? And it was like so choppy. And you'd be like, what? I'm dead. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 He just hits you once, you're done. Yeah. Or like they get like three turns in a row. You're like, what? How does that make sense? Their dudes are all. So these are all epic <laughs> games. Oh, epic man, games. So oh, Yu Gi Oh! Duelist of the Roses. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Even uh, Samurai Warriors. That was a big one, too. So here you guys Gold go. Caliber. Just a quick look. I really play two calibers. Well, you know, the cool thing about this is that... Oh, it's a Scooby-Doo game. That's cool. Um, Twisted Metal. Twisted oh Metal was God. a PlayStation Twisted game. Metal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why... That's why... See, and it's not that high on the PS2 games. Naruto. Um, so the thing... The thing that I... That, the cool thing about this was... Looking at that list help me realize that I'm probably not going to collect many PS2 games. Um, because when looking through that list, all I saw was Kingdom Hearts uh, and maybe Dragon Ball Budokai. That's it. Yeah, That's it. That's the only thing I really see that I'm attached to. So that's kind of what I use this segment for today, which is learn like, wow, a lot of people really like PlayStation. That was something I missed out on. You know what I mean? Maybe I would have been into San Andreas if we would have played it more, but you know, we... We just didn't have that system, and when we did, we bought it used. So, like all the games were already out. You know, we were we didn't follow the we didn't ride the wave basically. Mm-hmm. So, there you guys go. That's the first episode, first segment of Greasy's Gaming Corner. We're gonna continue to grow on this. Um, if you guys want to talk about stuff, all you got to do is post in the Discord, and we'll talk about it. I like this, I like this uh, segment. Yeah, sweet. So there you guys go. I don't think a lot of about the gaming brings me a ton of joy. Like. Like if you can get if you can get no gimmicks in a lobby, I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm so like I'm I'm like all that 
social awkwardness and the and the anxiety and all that crud, all that stuff goes away. Like, dude, it's it's my absolute bliss. It's my favorite. There you guys go. Um, you guys let us know what you guys think. And again, just hit us up in the uh, gaming corner uh, tab and we'll we'll talk about what we want to talk about. But for now, I'm treating this as a learning opportunity for me and I'm just sharing my findings with you guys. Uh, so there you guys go. Greasy's Gaming Quarter, episode 90. Now we're on to our next segment, March Madness. Here we go. Mm, that's a good one. I missed last week. Moving on. March Madness. The battle of Greasy's Grails continues. Let me pull up the Discord real quick to make sure I have my numbers right because there, there could always be a flip, I guess. Um, but here we go. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? March Madness. All right. Greasy's Grails. Here we go. Here's the chart. Uh, so we had Goku versus Lusamon last week. PSA 10, Goku Sig versus Lusamon. Goku beats Lusamon 15 to 6. Good, I could good, see good, that good. because, to be honest, the Goku card is more visually pleasing. Mm-hmm. It really is. Now, Lusamon might be more rare, but there's, I mean, look. Not much story, not much story for a lot of people. Exactly. If you weren't part of that Series 6 game, if you weren't a part of that lore, you just don't have that connection. Um, and he, he may have been super meta as a rookie. You know, like that might have been game breaking, but there's just not enough story behind it. All right. I'm okay. I'm okay with some of these except for one. All right. Uh, the next one was Black Luster Soldier Envoy of the Beginning Collector Rare PSA 10 versus first edition PSA 8 Lugia. Lugia wins 15 to 6. Same score as hmm. Goku versus Lusamon. 15 6. Not bad. Not bad. I mean,. You thought you think okay. you think Black Luster should win that? Well, because you know you know what we're looking at. I don't think a lot of people know. You know, people haven't bought into the people haven't bought into the collector rare game. Like, <laughs> I don't think rare, he's he's the collector rare. He's, he's the, the guy. He's the one. He's <laughs> the one. Like when people start talking about collector rares, they're gonna be like, who's 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 the one? Who's the one? Who's the Charizard of collector rares? It's gonna be Black. Luster Soldier on the beginning, and everyone's gonna be like, "How much is he?" And he's gonna be up there, eight thousand, six thousand. Like, it's gonna be nuts. No, that's just because that's how Yu Gi Oh goes. People are like, they write it off for so long, and then all, and out of nowhere, it's twenty five. He was he was the first. He part. was the part of the first batch of collectors rares, and he's also happens to be the most expensive one in that batch. Yeah, yeah. So and then and like Lugia, there's 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 tons of Lugia cards. I get it. This is his first one, but. He's not even a 10. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on the uh, on the Eastern Conference, we had uh, Wing Dragon of Raw PSA 10 from Legendary Collection. Um, Who's going up against? Versus Talmon PSA 10. And Wing Dragon of Raw wins 17 to 3. No, I think the Talmon takes it. Honest, but I think a lot less people know Talmon than they know Wing Dragon, even if they don't like Wing Dragon. <laughs> that's what I think. Well, I hope people didn't get it. Like, that's not a that's not a DOD. Uh, that's not a that's not a GB. That's not a GB. It's not a GBA. A G, yeah, a GB one or a or a DOD promo. It's it's a it's an LCO one. 
but it's still sick. Still it's sick, still yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's colored on the back and everything. Still non-playable still god card, so I mean it's cool. Yeah, and it's and it's the two Yu Gi Ohs going against each other, so that's not bad. But yeah, that'll be fun. The Charizard, the Charizard one. That's the one where I throw my hands up and I'm like, "The hell, Poke Tower! The hell is wrong with you?" PSA nine Charizard versus PSA ten Championship Final Gaia Force. Yeah, what is wrong with you guys? <laughs> that's a pop one, by the way. It is wrong with you guys. It's the <laughs> sickest card in the world. It's one of the sickest. It's like, ugh. I don't, <laughs> I'm, not even that, I'm not even that much of a Digimon fan, but this is one of the cards that I was like, I automatically wrote off. It's like I'm never gonna have one. I, I won't have one. It's just not gonna happen. They're sick. Yeah. It's, so because when he came out, when he came out, he was what a, a prize card, right? Wasn't he? Like the Gaia Force one was a prize card. Uh, he's an alt art for the Tamer box, and then he became a uh, a 2021 championship card. Yeah. So, this is a reprint, like, mm. yeah, but this is the championship, 2021 championship uh, pool. So I'm not doing it. Let's say, let's say, I'm not doing it. I can't do that. He's me. He's me expensive out the out the butt. He's only like 50 bucks right now, raw. I think he's a lot better than that Charizard card. Everybody and their mom has a Charizard card. Look at how this worked out, though. You got, you have my probably my top two favorite cards: War Greymon versus Goku. Those are my top two favorite cards, probably like in my entire collection. Those are my top two favorite. That they're going, they're going against each other next week. Then you got two Pokemon at the bottom. You got Lugia versus Blastoise. And then the crazy thing is, you got you got two Charizards versus each other at the top. You got Metal Greymon versus Charizard from the same era. Oh wow, that is wild. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. And then you got two Yu Gi Ohs at the bottom. Okay, I'm not. You're right. Then I'm not upset about. I'm not. I'm not too upset about this because you're right. That's not too bad. You have two Pokemon going against each other. Two Yu Gi Ohs. You have the two Charizards of their genres going at each other, and then you have, then you have your actual two Grails going against each other. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna get like, crazy. When we think of actual, when we think of actual like 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 Grails on the left side, okay, Black Luster didn't make it through. He was a Grail for sure. Okay, what's the next one up? Goku. He's a he's a Grail for sure. Lucimon's a Grail. The only thing is, not a lot of people know about him. I know, I know the whole story. I know everything about the Lucimon. I heard everything about him. Right. So if this was a Digimon tournament, it might have been different. Yeah, I thought he would have took the cake for sure. And that's why um, I wanted but, to. Sh- that's why I had to like capture the variety of my collection. I was like, I can't just do all my Digimon cards because I could put every PSA ten Digimon up here, and it would be hard. What? Is that is that the right is that the right card I'm talking about though? What's the one? What's the one? What's the one? Or Greymon, where he's like, it's like a. It's like a one of one. It's like a prize card where he's. I think he's doing like a spirit bomb. Is this the one? No. Uh, he, he is doing I mean, right. This the Gaia Force is is that one? No, isn't there one where he has his arms up like this and he's spirit yeah. bombing somebody? I have that one too, but it's just an event pack promo. There's also hmm. well, there's also a there's also a tournament promo of that one too, though a championship card of that one. I don't have it. Okay. Yeah. I thought we were going over a Digimon set, and I saw I saw one of those, and I was like, "I want that." And you're like, "Yeah, you're not going to get it." <laughs> like, what? Why? Like, oh, it's like, there's only three of them given out each tournament, or something like that. Oh, you're talking about? I know which one you're talking about. You're talking about? Yeah, the, like there's only. Look, um, it's this one. And I was like, that that's one of the sickest cards ever. And like I said, I can't really see that much from the screen, guys. So I'm sorry, but I thought that's one. one he was talking about. This one. That one's sick. Yeah. This one, this one, I probably won't be able to get either. 
If I do, I'll have to. Uh, I mean, I'll. I'll have to sacrifice him. Yeah, he's on his head, but he's like this. But yeah, he looks like he's charging up. He looks sick. Yeah, this is like a couple thousand dollars, I think. Yeah. That's hard. Hard. All right. There you guys go. March Madness. Uh, we got another exciting week ahead of us next week. All right. Moving on to Gengar's Grabs. Let's go. All right, Gengar's Grabs is the show about you guys. Um, we basically share your guys' grabs of the week, and we rank them in a top five format. That could be based on rarity, uniqueness. Um, it could be a cool story behind it. it. could be the price of the card. It could be lots of different things. Um, but Gengar's Grabs is a real lighthearted segment, and uh, here we go, guys. Number five this week, we got a newbie, Kill a Duck. Kill a duck in the top five with a Power Rangers foil of the Red Ranger. I thought that was sick. Um, you just we just don't see this much on the Discord, so that was really cool. Um, number four, Common Meats. He got it's great. He, so he made it. He made it number four this week because if I was gonna buy, if I was gonna buy some packs of Pokemon and gamble. Um, it would probably be like, like that were affordable. It'd probably be this, um, ancient oranges, primal clash, lost thunder, like the X, Y era, um, that is not talked about. Right. These are, these are good sets that have some pretty cool cards. So like if I, if I wanted to play, like, let's say if I went to Walmart and I found some of these, I'd love, I'd be thrilled. So I just, you just, we don't see it a lot. So that was kind of cool to see, uh, number three this week. Mr. Vincent with an HGA 9.5 Alphamon. I've been, I, dude, I've been seeing those HGA slabs around. They look sick. They look sick. They look sick. I like them. They're crystal clear. Um, the labeling is a kind like, I don't know what it is. If it's like the font that I don't like. That's the, thing, that's the one thing I don't like. It's like maybe the font. But I like the color coordination of the, of the, uh, the labels. I think that's dope. Yeah, they're sick. I mean... I have no complaints, and uh, it's it's cool to see people. I mean, he 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 does some HGA collecting, so I'm just glad that we have someone in the Discord that that posts them up because I think they look cool. No, they do look dope. They're awesome. Number two, card habit. This Samurai Jack. Yes, that's a signed Samurai Jack card. He pulled the chase. Don't talk back, Samurai Jack. Yeah. <laughs> you look at the double MLC we got going on here too. Boom, boom. Yo. That is sick. Yeah, uh, I mean, you got to figure out how to hit a quad MLC. Well, he bought he bought two boxes, um, and I, I think he opened one and he got the signature card, Cartoon Network. Remember, he talked about this a few weeks ago. That's so sick. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. Oh, dude, that's so tight. <laughs> Samurai Jack, don't talk back. Yeah, that's like a one of a kind card. Um, I don't know how many of those awesome. are signed, but. And it's a dope card to have too. Like you know how sometimes Sick. they pick some really crappy cards that have to be the chase. Like, this is, yeah, yeah, to be the chase. Like this is a dope one, for sure. Nice. Right. And number one this week again. Talk about a three peat back to back to back. Goatmon JT's back. So that's how much a PSA going for now. That's a PSA ten Americamon. How much are they going for? How much is Patreon going for? Um, graded or raw? I mean both. I okay, still so, owe you one. So so raw, it's around like seven hundred to nine hundred. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. And then graded, that PSA 10 is like 3,500 3, plus. Uh, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I should have bought my way back when. <laughs> uh, so three uh, weeks. Well, you weren't here last week. You know what he posted last week, right? No, what happened? He posted the Japanese one in a PSA 10. You know how much that card is? Yeah, dude, it's it's more rare than this, the American one, right? And more than Patriot Mon. There are two on eBay listed for twenty thousand dollars each. He bought it raw, right? Yeah, and he graded it. And it's and it's is that for later? So he's got the Jap <laughs> He's got the Japanese ten and he's got the America Mon ten. Let's go. Let's yeah. go, JT. That's dope. So that dude's that dude's got close to thirty k in two cards. I know for sure it's an ATM. Yeah, that's JT. Oh, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> look at the look at the triple MLC stack right there. That's what I like JT's to see. Pose is always is always on is always on point. Clean, it's excellent Clean. photography. Yeah. Oh. amazing. That's wild. That's wild. Good Absolutely job, nuts. Man. I don't know what to say. I'm, I mean. I'm freaking proud of you. That's awesome. That's sick. And I know this guy. I play Halo with him sometimes. And, I'm gonna have to stop helping him. <laughs> Call He's <of> not <laughs> Call of Duty and whatever. Like I know him. Like I got him on my Discord. That's dope, dude. I'm gonna stop helping him. JT, you're not allowed to message me anymore. No more messages. No more inquiries. <laughs> you're done. That's I'm cutting so you sick, off, dude. Congrats. <laughs> That's a sick card. Awesome. And then he's got the graded guard on it too, with the white. It just looks too clean. Oh wow! I didn't even notice that. Yeah. It's clean, dude. Hey, JT's clean. Yeah. Hey, they were flexing wow. it all over their Instagram, too. The Japanese one and the English one. They were uh, graded guard their Instagram. They were like, what? <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. That is so crazy. He's like a celebrity now. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Little turd. <laughs> Sick. Sick. There you guys go. Uh, that's and it for Gang You can be like JT if you listen to the podcast. You too can be like <laughs> JT if you listen to this podcast. Yes, 100%. Right. He's a product of this freaking podcast. Guy's crazy. Yeah, guy's nuts. I don't know how he does it. All right. There you guys go. That's Gengar's Grabs. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you guys for sending your cards as always. Moving on to our last bit of news for the end of the show today. Box break news. Mm. So, Dexter's Laboratory is sold out. I have I have less than uh less than half a box of the Digi Battle Series 2 orange packs left. So, uh we're just under half the box left. And uh you can go to the pokytower.com to make your order. You still have until Friday, July 1st at 5 p.m. Central before I close orders. Now, why would you want to participate in this box break? Because well, we got a ton of free stuff going out to you guys. Um, the first thing is the ultimate prize winner is going to win that PSA 5 Metal Greymon promo on the left. That one's coming from me. That's from my personal collection. I'm putting it out for you guys in the giveaway. Um, one lucky person will win that. Well, how do you win it? Uh, when you buy packs, you get raffle tickets. Uh, the Dexter's Lab was three tickets a pop. The Digi Battle is two tickets a pop. So Dexter's is sold out. Uh, the reason why I made those three tickets is because for the people that that are on a budget. Um, I wanted to give them a fair shot. 
So you could buy the Dexter's packs for $5 a pop and still play in this raffle when you get three tickets, right? If you, if all you had was, was $10, you could get three tickets. That's why I did that. Um, so Dexter's lab is sold out. You got half the box of DigiBattle left and, uh, you get raffle tickets to win these cool prizes. The second prize is going to be a CGC nine Voltorb from Hidden Fates. And that was donated to us from ATM, AKA Goatmon. Um, that's, that's going to be per raffle. What's up? ATM is Goatmon now. ATM is is also Goatmon. We have two Goatmons. We have two goats. (laughs) Yeah. It's capitalized ATM. Now you might say, well, that's not fair. What if I don't win either slab? The other thing is, is that you can win. You don't, you don't, you don't have to play to win. Actually, you can just get free packs when you buy packs from this box break. Uh, this next set of packs are the Pirates of the Caribbean cards. And these packs were donated to us from Jake, a.k.a. Paperclip. Um, and the first 10 orders are going to get a free pack of these Pirates of the Caribbean cards. Okay? Um, on top of that, even if you didn't participate in this box break, Jake has requested that the top 10 members of this cord also get free packs. So I will be shipping a free pack to the top 10 members regardless if they played or not. However, if you play in the box break, you're going to get something free as well. Perks it of being pays a top, to be a part of the community. Yeah, it pays to be a top contributing member. It pays to participate in this box break. Uh, the last thing is this... It pays to listen to the, the, the podcast because you get Discord. You get Discord uh, get notifications everything. and you get box break notifications. It just pays to listen, guys. We give away too much free crap. The next part... Another friend from Canada, his name is Wiener Schnitzel, a.k.a. Eric. He is going to be giving away um, this box of Digimon collectible stickers. There are 24 oh, packs in there. That's a sealed box. That's cool. 24 packs. And he said, give away one pack to every person who makes an order. So you're getting a free pack regardless. Hey, that's all kinds of free stuff. Dope. He also gave away... A couple pages of a binder that have digi battle cards in it, and he said, "Give away one card to everyone who makes an, an order." So lots of free stuff. Like that. Yeah, lots of free stuff. Um, so if you haven't yet, get your orders in. Let's um fill up these slots so that we can have a nice fun raffle. And that's it, guys. You can head to thepoketower dot com. All right. Anything on that? Nope, nope, nope. I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, big shout out to everyone who sent in something for the box break. Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. We got who's it? Wiener Schnitzel. We have uh, Paperclip, aka Jake, and we also have um, ATM. For getting Voltorb, ATM. Yep, ATM for life. Also Goatmon. So again, guys, thank you, uh, Discord members, for sending in your little um, part of this box break. It's always awesome. You guys don't have to do this. We don't ask anyone to do this. That's nope. the thing. That's why I'm giving this shout out. That's why I'm bringing it up on the podcast because. We literally do not ask any of our members to do this. It's they do it of part their of the, own free part will. Part of the team, yeah, part of the group. Their own free will. They just love to do it. They want to see other collectors get cool stuff. Um, this stuff isn't like like I said, like we said, this stuff isn't cheap, and it didn't didn't come free. You know, it didn't just come to them. You know, from a stork. You know, dropped off at their front door. Someone paid um, for it. Yeah, someone paid for it. So again, guys, this is uh, hard earned. Uh, collectibles that they're giving out for free all because they enjoy our, our podcast, our discord, our community members. They enjoy each other. Um, so again, please join the discord. Um, 
and and just be a part of it all because this is nuts. Absolutely like nobody nuts. has to do this. So shout out to you guys. Absolutely shout out. Uh, our like last three or four box breaks have been like this. We've just been giving away for, every time you <laughs> the last box break. You bought one pack. You got three in return. It was crazy. Crazy. Um, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. So really fun time. And that's it for the end of episode 90. Thank you guys for watching. Please like the video if you haven't yet. You guys have been watching and not liking. It really upsets me. Okay. Like, share, subscribe. (laughs) Join our Discord. It's free. Everything I just told you is free. You can like this video for free. You can share it for free. You can subscribe for free. You can join our Discord where we give away stuff for free. It's also free to do. Um, you You guys just need to do it. Uh, especially those of you listening on the podcast on Apple and Spotify. A lot of you guys have not come to our Discord. I know these things. All right. Last thing, if you like the show, you want to support the podcast, we have links in our videos to where that says support this podcast. All you got to do is click that link and you can donate any amount to us every month. And what we do is we use that stuff for equipment and more box break type stuff. We give you guys free stuff. That's what it's for. You can donate as little as 99 cents a month. Totally up to you guys. Um, if Crazy. you do, what's the last thing we bought with our podcast money? Huh? What's the last? What's the last thing we bought with the podcast money? I bought uh, this camera that's that's used for our box break. Yep. And then the last thing we bought after that, I believe, was a Stream Deck Elgato yep. Stream Deck. <laughs> we just buy equipment. Um, yeah, buy more equipment to make things better. Just buying equipment, uh, or or using it for uh, what's it called? Shipping expenses for all these box breaks because shipping isn't free either. So. Yep. Again, guys, it all just goes back to you guys. Um, it's all basically just free because we love we love having a community full of great collectors and we want to support as many as we can without you guys dying off, you know? 100%. All right, that's it for episode 90, guys. We'll see you guys next week for episode 91. Peace. Yep, later.